Welcome to I Love Palm Beach, brought to you by GL Luxury Group with Partners Mortgage 300, a local Florida lender. The show where we talk about everything that Palm Beach County, Florida has to offer and why you should make it your home. We're a team of real estate professionals who love where we live, and we want to show you why you will love Palm Beach too. You'll learn all about Palm Beach lifestyles, hobbies, fun pastimes, and all the amazing things to do here. Listen in to find the best of Palm Beach. Whether it's a specific food or service, Palm Beach has it all and does it bigger and better. You'll also hear local hero stories featuring some of the incredible people that call Palm Beach home. Now, without any further ado, here's your host, Rebecca Giacoba, with co-host Stephanie Ko. Hi, this is Rebecca Giacoba with I Love Palm Beach, the podcast, and we are back. We've been gone for about a year. We did previously air 42 episodes, but now we're back. We're going to be on every week, and I have a wonderful new partner here, Stephanie Coe. Wanted to bring in some young blood, and she is a mortgage loan originator, loan officer, whatever you want to call her, but she is an expert and loans in South Florida real estate. And today's going to be a real estate addition uh, because that's what we're good at. And we want to know if now is the best time to buy in South Florida. Stephanie, what's your opinion? Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me, Rebecca. Excited to uh, be on this podcast journey with you. Gosh, what a big topic right now. And it seems like the whole country wants to know that. For some reason, South Florida has caught everyone's attention. And I don't know if it's just because of, you know, the demand and the political climate with a lot of our, you know, political representatives being from South Florida too, or Florida in general. And Florida seems to be leading the charge on a lot of uh, political movements and stuff too. And then on top of that, Miami's prices, South Florida's prices seem to be an area in, in the United States where prices really haven't wavered much. I mean, they haven't you know, gone down in the way that people were maybe expecting or hoping. So. Absolutely. But, you know, I have to say our lifestyle is just incredible. I mean, everybody I meet, they always say, I wish I would have been here sooner. And I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's honestly the biggest piece to it all. Mm. I mean, I remember, you know, 20 years ago living where my family bought in Lake Mary, Florida, in mm. northern Florida, and there was nothing around. You would look and it's kind of that Florida jungle type right, of trees, which, I love. And, which is great. Mm -hmm. But now their house has tripled in value and there's four hospitals and ERs and, you know, hotels mm -hmm. and highways and all of these big structures that have been put in the one mile radius of their home. There was nothing around. It was cow pastures. Absolutely. So there's definitely a lot of money that's been pumped into Florida and South Florida. And there's a lot of luxuries that have been added, especially in our coastal cities. Absolutely. I mean, the quality of life down here, the amount of things to do. Uh, you've got wildlife. You've got water. You have sunshine. These are things that people crave in their day-to-day -day life. Absolutely. So. It's a very active lifestyle. And then on to the business side, we have no state income tax. <laughs> Absolutely. So people are moving their business registrations yep. down to Florida or into some of the other tax-free states. But when you have the great lifestyle, 
in addition to the no state income tax? I mean, come on. Well, that's why this podcast is I Love Palm Beach, because we love Palm Beach. (laughs) I am so excited when somebody new comes. I love my job because I get to show them all these amazing places. (laughs) Absolutely. So where should we begin? Well, let's talk about what's really going on in the climate. So what I am seeing, and I did check these stats, um, prices are still going up, but they've leveled off. Mm-hmm. Interest rates are still high. And Which we have, also seem to level off yeah, a little bit. But what's very ironic is we have more loans this year than we did last year when mortgage rates were lower. Isn't that wild? It's very, very crazy. We're still about 30% cash. Last year, we were 40% cash buyers. Well, cash buyers were the only people that could compete last year. Right. And I think that that's something that people forget when rates drop. So let's speak to a couple different parts of that. When you have interest rates low, everyone thinks that that's the perfect time to purchase. However, Let's look at supply and demand. Just like any industry out there, any asset, when you have a ton of demand, the prices start going up and up. The barrier to entry starts going up. Mm -hmm. Sellers are more picky with their offers because they have 40 offers within the first day of being on the market, which is absolutely insane. You have lines of people out the door on open houses. And with that, they want money above what the property is worth when you have rates so low. So with all of that heightened competition, you know, not everyone has the extra $100,000 cash to pay Absolutely. above asking. And just a side note for some of the of you that are listening, you know, the reason why you have to pay that extra cash is because if you're doing a loan, the loan's not going to go against unrealized collateral. They need to make sure that the home's worth 400000 at least if they're giving you a loan close to that amount. So anything, if the seller says, hey, we want 500 for it, take it or leave it, we have 70 offers, then you have to pay that difference cash. Absolutely. So it weeded out a lot of the loan buyers in the past couple of years. And it's been difficult because, I mean, I feel for these people, a normal average individual doesn't have that capacity to compete like that. And now prices have just gone up because of that. And we have high interest rates. So there's high payments now compared to what they were before. But the benefit is that now people are actually able to compete. Absolutely. I am not seeing a lot of people at open houses. We're lucky if we get three or four people come. Um, houses are staying on the market. It's an average of like 42 days now. Wow. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's really. And that's the average of everything on the market. Condo market brings that down. Condos are not doing as well. And we are actually at 97% of ask value. Where last year, we were at 100% and over of ask value. Interesting. So... You can so negotiate now a little negotiating bit. Negotiating power a little for bit those of negotiating. buyers. I got two deals done recently where the people had a house to sell, and we got that done. That's so, awesome. Are you seeing more? I mean, I know I am. Are you seeing more seller concessions where sellers are giving the buyers money for the closing costs? I've only done one of those, but I've seen a couple of them, and it's starting to happen again. I'm seeing those more and more mm-hmm. where people are getting creative in order to help each other out in order to make the deal go yeah. through. Versus I feel like in the past couple of years, if there was so much as a, a blemish on the inspection report and you needed to get it done Absolutely. prior to closing, there was no negotiating. It no. was over and they would go on to a cash buyer. Um, you know, what a lot of people I'm hearing are doing, only one of my clients has tried to do this. They've got their money for closing, 
but they want to buy down their rate. So yeah, they're asking for that one. concession to buy down their rate. And then one thing I've been wanting to talk to you, anybody doing um, adjustable mortgages these days? I don't think that, you know, with rates the way that they are right now, there are some people that ask about them. Um, I'd say that the majority of people don't want the additional risk on top of where rates are right now. Uh, because yes, it could go down, but it could also go up in an adjustable rate. Um, even though it's forecasted to go down, the market is a little bit uh, uncertain in the right. market of what exactly is going to be happening. Because at the end of the day, rates are up because we're trying to curb inflation. And the jobs report is a big factor in all of that, too. So when the jobs report is acting unpredictably, and it has been in the last few mm-hmm. you know notices that come out, you know, that's for the extra nerdy side of it all, um, that we don't know which way rates are going to go. Uh, but more practically than that, honestly, arms haven't been performing that well because okay. of the lack of demand in them. Same thing with 15 years right now. You know, during when that refi boom was going on and low interest rates, 15 and 10-year loans had way better interest rates than a 30-year. Right. Because there was a lot of demand for them. People could afford a 10 and a 15-year loan mm-hmm. payment. But now with rates higher, double what they were then at least, then people aren't really putting as much into a 10 or 15 year and the whole bonds market has shifted. So the rate's not that much better on a 15 year than a 30 year right now. Right. Why well, commit yourself to that higher mm-hmm. payment if you don't need to. So. Again, you can always make that extra payment. I think people don't realize yeah. that. You know, making one extra payment a year on your mortgage can bring a 30 down to about a 17-year mortgage. That's typically a good Mm -hmm. rule of thumb on it all. And you can always, you know, go to a mortgage calculator or talk to your lender and run the numbers on it all. But like what you're saying, if there's not a great incentive, as in you're not getting a way better interest rate going to a 15-year, why lock yourself into that? Because you can always turn a 30-year into a 15-year effectively by putting extra towards the Absolutely. I agree with that. So... All right, so what do you foresee for South Florida next year? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you're not going to like my answer. That's okay. Uh, I think prices are going to continue to raise. I do, I, too. I, I, hate, I hate saying that. I hate thinking that because, you know, there's so many people that are native to this area that are continuing to get priced out. Um, I just think that people are starting to realize on a national scale, how much of a gem of an area we're in. Mm-hmm. I, I think agree. that it's going to continue to co- go up the coast. I think areas like Melbourne and Fort Pierce are going to develop a lot more. Absolutely. Just like Fort mm-hmm. St. Lucie, there used to not be much there the I last, know. you know, five years ago, ten years ago. And now it's completely developed with new construction. Schools have gotten a lot better. Um, a lot of the reasons that people were staying away from Port St. Lucie is now, are now the reasons that people are going there as far as, you know, it's changed on the scale to where those are now good factors there. Um, you know, it's one of those things that it all depends on what happens with interest rates too. Um, if interest rates stay about where they are, I do think that homes are going to stay around the same level in price point, but if interest rates drop, unfortunately, I'm afraid that especially in our market in South Florida and honestly, most of Florida as a whole, if interest rate drops, it's going to stir up that pot of demand, and then you're going to have to have that insane competition-type spirit to beat out deals, which means bidding higher and higher, therefore raising prices again. I agree. So, I mean, as much as it's uh, a little bit of a risky strategy for some people, so I don't recommend it for everyone, if you can buy now, you can always refinance mm-hmm. down your rate. Now, you want to do it in a, in a property that you're comfortable with the payment. I'm not trying to tee anyone up for foreclosure or being house poor or anything like that. 
But it is true that you can always refinance your principal down to a lower payment, but you can't refinance off your principal. So if you buy a property that's 400 now or 400,000 now mm-hmm. at a higher rate, you can bring down that payment. But if you buy it at 500,000 in a year, you can't just turn that into a $400,000 payoff. Yep. So. And that's what people need to think about. Um, that's so poignant because people think there's going to be a crash and it's just not going to happen here in South Florida. The demand is still too, too high. I think the stats are now 900 people a day are still moving to Florida. Wow. And that's a huge I mean, number. I didn't expect that. And it's not all retirees. It's a lot of families. Like I know our area right here, when I first started visiting here, it's been about 20 years now, my mom was here. It was a more elderly population, mm-hmm. but now Boy, it's vibrant. There's young people, there's families, there's older people. And I like a mixed community. It makes it so much more vibrant than just a retirement city. Um, and it's so interesting, too, because that also any shift in demographic, I mean, it offers a great business opportunity for people moving mm-hmm. down here. I mean, those are the fun times to get involved in, you know, some sort of entre- if you're entrepreneurial minded entering a city that is an affluent mm-hmm. area overall at least more than the average in the U.S., mm-hmm. and that has need for new operations. I mean, I've heard several people in the last couple of weeks talk about wanting to open up a, what do they call it, a entertainment around okay. here in Palm Beach Gardens. What's an entertainment? It sounds fun <laughs> to me. It's a place where there's activities and you can get food at the same time. Oh, I love so that. So it's not necessarily, you know, go out to the clubs and party, but it's still a fun activity type date night, bring the family, maybe for some like categories of it. Some of them are more adults, you know, Mm -hmm. date night type. Uh, But it's just, they're fun little concepts that are starting to pop up all over the U.S. And we should have one here. I agree. That sounds like lots of fun. (laughs) Like those pop stroke or pop or top golf places or whatever. But branching out beyond that, there's a bunch of cool ideas that I've heard of lately. I was in Austin, Texas uh, recently, and there were lots of bars that had outdoor areas. Mm -hmm. They were playing pickleball, shuffleboard. Had like little tiny, like just like, um, you know, ranges that you hit your golf ball. What am I trying to say? A little putt-putt? Putt-putt. Like (laughs) not a full putt-putt, but where you could just hit some balls, have fun, have cocktails, fire pits, live music. People want to hang out with each other. And it was such a different concept than being, you know, we have our lovely tiki bars around here. (laughs) We've got amazing restaurants. Great waterfront views, all of that. But it's fun to have something different to do. Yeah, and I I just sit back and wonder, you know, does it have something to do with our attention span as generations come through with more and more technology? Right. Maybe the days of us sitting down at a restaurant and, you know, chatting for two hours over right. dinner are maybe a little bit gone. And, you know, mm-hmm. restaurants have realized that they make more money by turning over customers, too. Right. So they're trying to help you out the door yep. just as much. Not enforcefully, but well, that's you know, a whole other podcast <laughs> about technology. And I might be older, but I am obsessed with technology and social media and how. Um, but our quick attention works. spans, like we want oh, things that are fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. All Maybe right. uh, you guys listening out there have some great ideas to bring down to uh, Palm Beach Gardens, Jupiter, any of the North Palm area, yeah. or Palm Beach County as a whole. 
We'd love to have you. We'd love to answer any questions that you have about the area. Obviously, Rebecca is a very well-known expert of the area around here, very deep roots in a lot of different ways. And we're excited to share more of the updates with you guys. So thanks for tuning in. Well, thanks for joining us on our first podcast together. And we love Palm Beach. We love Palm Beach. Yay. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of I Love Palm Beach. Please feel free to share this podcast with anyone who wants to learn more about our beautiful city. If you're looking to explore all that Palm Beach has to offer, visit our website at www.giaelite.com. That's G-I-A-E-L-I-T-E dot com. Or give our team a call at 410-320-4868. We'll catch you in the next episode.